Hey, Bob here, and welcome back to the Your Virtual Upline Podcast, where we give network marketers the mindset, strategies, and skills that you need to build the business and life of your dreams. Hey, Bob here. Welcome back to the show, episode 357. Today, I want to talk about one of the most underutilized but powerful ways to instantly double or triple your sales. And that is learning the right way to ask for referrals. I mean, it seems like a very simple and a very obvious thing, but for whatever reason, it's not something that I see barely anybody doing in our profession. And so today, I want to share with you the Love Serve Grow way, more of a transformational way to leverage referrals. And I'm going to teach you that there are two very important moments in the customer journey, somebody buying from you. I think there are naturally two places where you should absolutely, as a standard practice, be asking for a referral every single time. I'm going to teach you the right way to do it. And we'll talk about the way most people do it and why they're ineffective. But I'm going to share with you these two different places. And we're just going to overall talk about how referrals can be such a powerful way to increase your sales. And if you look at a lot of studies, a lot of the articles, a lot of the research that's out there in down economic times, right, in a recession or whatever you want to call it, it's so important to be leveraging your existing customers and client base in order to grow your sales. This is actually a fact, no matter what the economy is doing, but when the economy is down, this is even more important, but it's this idea that it is 10 times easier to get someone to buy from you or to refer you to new business if they've already bought than it is to get a new buyer. And it's like we spend so much time in this profession finding new customers, putting all this time and energy into content and sales conversations, but we don't have the right processes and strategies in place once we get them. And so referrals are an important part. So what I want to do is I'll start off today by sharing with you the two kind of parts of the customer journey. And what is a customer journey? The customer journey is essentially what happens from the moment of somebody purchasing, right? Buying from you. Do you have a very clearly outlined series of steps and things that you are taking a customer through? So it's like every interaction that they have with you, every step they take, that's all part of the customer journey. Now, most of you, this is not even like a thing you think about, right? You just, you know, if somebody has a question or they need some help, you answer the question, you help place an order, but it's completely reactive. See, a transformational business has a well thought out system and process around a customer journey that's proactive, right? And so in the customer journey, there's two points that I want you to think about. Number one, the point of purchase. There is no better time to ask somebody for a referral than when they first buy from you, especially if 
You're doing what we're teaching, right? You're creating transformational content. You're not selling and pitching. You're relatable. You're authentic. You're adding value. You're growing relationships. You've had a sales conversation with them that wasn't just throwing all your product information at them, but you were getting to know them more. You were learning about them, right? Building trust through shared problems. And they've gotten to this point where they're ready to buy. And you've already built up this kind of relational capital There's no more important time to say, hey, who do you know than at that point? So that's the first one. The second one is this, is that the moment that they've had some sort of positive experience around the product or the service. So maybe it's delivering one of their customer results. So it's solving a problem, right? Maybe you're selling skincare and it's the first sign that their skin is starting to look different or you're marketing some sort of health and wellness, weight loss, you know, some sort of product like that. And they're starting to lose weight or they're starting to have more energy. They're like first now starting to see the benefits of the thing that you've sold them. You know, maybe if you're selling athleisure, you know, they wear the leggings for the first couple of times and they go to the gym and they love them and they love how they look and they fit great. If you're selling jewelry, right, they finally got the jewelry, they wore it out and they're like, this is amazing. Like the first moment of a positive customer experience, that is also a great time to ask for a referral. So those are the two parts of the customer journey. The point of purchase when you first sell them. And then the second one is once they've had some sort of a positive experience around the product or service. So let's talk about the first one. So why do we not ask for referrals when somebody buys? Well, I think for a lot of us, it's just not something that we're thinking about. We're so worried about just getting them signed up and getting them to say yes and, you know, not have them back out that we're not like proactively thinking about other strategies. I think part of that, too, is we don't actually have a real process or system around getting customers. And so it's like, you know, we're just like rushing through just to get it done. But I think the other part of it is that we've been largely transactional up until this point. Like to me, asking somebody for a referral is like the natural progression of really being focused on building a relationship and trust. And I think a lot of times we feel uncomfortable asking for a referral because somebody's buying from us because, you know, we sent them a link or they reached out to us and they're interested and we're not focusing on them. Like we're not having transformational conversations around the purchase. And so it's always going to feel awkward or even salesy to ask for a referral. But if you've done what we teach, it's totally like authentic and organic to do it. So at the point of purchase, we just want to ask, who do you know? Now, here's how we ask, though. Let's connect it to the problem or the thing that we're looking to help them solve. So, you know, let's say that you're selling makeup or skincare and you know that they have some issue with their skin or with their makeup routine, whatever the problem might be. When they buy, you say, hey, so let me ask you a question. One of the ways that I grow my business is through referrals. And so my question to you is this is, does anyone else, you know, come to mind? that struggles with the same thing as you, that doesn't know how to pick the right, you know, shades of makeup that, you know, has issues with their skin that struggles with, you know, a busy mom that like the more specific you can be in asking for the referral, the better. That's a big tip. If you know who your ideal person is and the more specific, instead of just saying, who do you know? Say, Hey, do you know any other busy working moms that probably also struggle with having the time in the morning to kind of put their face on and look great? or that struggle with having the time for self-care routines? Do you know any other stay-at-home moms trying to do it all that could probably use a little bit more energy to keep up with the kids? 
the more specific you can be. And if you mention the problem, see, I want my new customer to see the referral, not as a, you know, helping me sell, but I actually want them to be thinking that they're going to get something out of it that, yeah, like I want to help someone I know, love and trust solve a problem. So I always want to frame the referral through the problem solution. But the more specific I can be in who I'm looking for, I'm more likely to actually have them think of someone. That's a really important part of it. Don't just say, hey, you know, do you know anybody else that might want to buy this? Not specific enough. Hey, just wanted to jump in here real quick because I've got one big ask for you. Look, you know we don't advertise on the podcast, and my intention is to not sell or pitch you on the show this year. We just want to deliver free content that is 10 times better than what you've paid for to help you transform your business. So my ask is this. Help me spread the word of Love, Serve, Grow so we can change lives, help people that are struggling in their business, and transform our profession. The only way we can do that is if you take the time to rate, review, and share this podcast. So that's my big ask. Just take a few seconds seconds right now, wherever you're listening, leave a review. It would absolutely mean the world to me, and it might just change the life of someone else. So thank you so much for being a part of our community. Here's the other part of it. There are certain businesses that I think are even more conducive to this thing. So let's take health and wellness as an example. I know I use that a lot as an example because I know a lot of you sell health and wellness type products. But if I was in a health and wellness business, here's how I would ask for a referral. We know what the statistics are. If somebody, let's say they're doing some weight loss or something. If somebody has an accountability partner, they're three times more likely to achieve their weight loss goals, their health goals. We know that as a fact. Now, I know in your business, you try to provide that accountability, and that is a value add, and you should be talking about that. But it's different if they have somebody else just like them starting the process together. So if you're selling any kind of a health and wellness product, any kind of a product that has a, you know, a program, a transformation, a plan that they do together, if you're not asking for referrals, you are missing such an easy opportunity. What I would say is this, if I was signing up, I'd say, hey, Susie, listen, so here's what we know. I'm super excited to help you achieve your goal, talk about the goal, the problem, solve the problem. But what we know is statistics say that if you have an accountability partner, somebody you can go through this with, you're three times more likely to hit that goal. I want you to hit the goal just as bad as you do. So my question is this, who do you know, like you, that we could potentially have do this with you so that we can increase the likelihood that the both of you actually hit your goal? So do you know any other busy mothers that are struggling with their weight that, you know, that don't know the right foods to pick that would love to, you know, have a plan predetermined laid out for like. That's it. Like an accountability partner position, the referral as something that's not going to help you. Yes, it will. But it also helps them. And that's not just a sales technique. Like that's real, true statistics. And so at the point of purchase, you got to be asking for referrals. And look, if you feel uncomfortable asking for the referral, then that's just either your own red light story or that's just you not being too transactional, probably up until the point of purchase. And so that's the first place is we need to be asking for referrals when somebody buys. Now, what I would do, I take a step further because I want to make it as easy as possible for them to refer me to somebody. So what I would say is this, I'd say, hey, does anybody come to mind right now? And I'll actually like wait to see if they say somebody. Yeah, you know, my neighbor Susie could probably use something like this. She's a lot like me. I say, okay, great. Awesome. Hey, why don't we do this? Let Susie know, you know, what's going on. 
set up a group chat with the three of us, just make a quick introduction, and then I'll answer any questions Susie has and I'll give her the information. Like, I want to be proactive. I'm not going to just expect that she's going to do it and be able to do it because she won't. She's just a customer. She just signed up. Right. But she can be the connection. And so like me being proactive, creating that opportunity, I'm like, look, just get me in contact with Susie. I'll handle it from there. She's adding the credibility to me and the trust because of her relationship with her. That's how I would personally do it. So point of purchase, you got to ask for referrals. You got to have some sort of a transformational experience that's getting you to that point. Here's the second part. Second part is once they've gotten some sort of a result. Now, what I would then say is this. I would reaffirm to them what they've experienced and I would have them really state to me, you know, how are you loving the product? What are you loving the most? Awesome. You know, it's making my skin feel better. That's incredible. So how's that feel? Right. So I want to get them really present on the benefit they got from the product. And then what I want to say is, look, hey, who do you know? Do you know anybody else that could benefit from the same type of thing? So I would say, who do you know that could also benefit from that same thing, right? So they're really present on the benefit they got. They're feeling good. They're hopefully seeing value in working with me. Is there somebody that we could share this with as well? And once again, be specific. Same advice as in the first time. And, you know, and I may have already have asked them for the referral the first time and I may or may not have gotten it. But guess what? I'm going to ask again. You want to know why I have no problem asking again? Because I see sales as helping. I don't see sales as selling. I see sales and I see my product as fundamentally something that can help transform the life of someone else. You got to have confidence when you're asking for referrals, knowing that you're really helping people through your products. And but at that point, I'm going to say, hey, who do you know? And hopefully somebody will come to mind. And here's the way most people do it wrong. They'll say that, right? And then along with saying that, they will then introduce the business. And they'll say, yeah, and if you refer them and they decide to sign up and you do it, you can get paid, so you should definitely do it, blah, 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 right. And I'm telling you the second you do that, you've lost them. Because by doing that, you trigger sales resistance. So now they're thinking, yeah, I don't wanna do it, I'm not ready to do it, so I don't need to refer anyone. So you lose the power of the referral, Right. So don't attach it to a pitch for the business. Don't even bring up the business at that point. Just make it in their mind, helping someone they know, love and trust and make it easy and simple. And so that's the right way to do it. And let's say they give you a referral and that person is ready to buy. Then you bring up that other part of the conversation. You don't do it before, because if you do it before, sales resistance trigger, they're not gonna refer, because if they do refer, now they're gonna be thinking about selling instead of helping, and that's not what I want them to do. And so if they refer me to somebody at that point, and that person's ready to sign up, then I have an obligation and a responsibility to then go to them and say, hey, look, I feel like I need to have this conversation with you at least. Now, I'm going to tell you how I would do it a little different. I wouldn't just say, hey, you should sign up to get paid because there's absolutely no value creation beyond getting an initial commission check. And that's not enough to really get people to do the work. So what I would do is I would say, hey, listen, you know, here's the deal. You referred me to this person. They're ready to sign up. You could actually get paid for referring them. But I want to just have a conversation with you 
to see if that's even something that makes sense for us to do. See, for me, I don't want somebody to sign up only because they're going to get paid on one person they referred. Because to me personally, that doesn't do me any good and it doesn't do them any good. I want to be able to have a different conversation to frame the context of them doing it. I want to have a transformational conversation where I can say, look, before we even go down that road, let me ask you a couple of questions. And I'm going to ask them some questions, some problem questions tied to the business side of things. I'm going to get to know where they are. I'm looking for some sort of problem, some sort of area of dissatisfaction that I know that I could potentially help them with through the business. And then and only then do I say, well, you know what? I think this actually could be a great fit for you. Here's the reason why. And I'm going to talk about the business as a solution to their problem. And then I'm going to just throw as the icing on the cake. And guess what? You already got your first customer. See, that's a different context for somebody actually doing it. And so like that is an example of how Love, Serve, Grow teaches a very different thought process and approach to something that is very commonly done. Now, I will fully acknowledge every business is a little different. And so like it's not one size fits all. When we work with a new client in Love, Serve, Grow, what we do is we look at their business, what's working, what's not, and we kind of mold it and we make this transformational approach to business fit within the context of what they do. So an example would be this. There's a client of mine, very successful. In her company, it's free to sign up. So people join for free. And so it's like they're crushing it. They're signing up tons of people. Their business is growing, fastest growing team in the company. And so what we figured out for her is it didn't make sense to throw an additional step in the process and a wrench in the process and make them have this big conversation before somebody signs up because they kind of what they do is predicated on it being simple and easy. But what we determined was you have to have that conversation immediately after they enroll. And the importance is this, is that the conversation happens. And so I just share that only because some of you might be thinking, well, you know, I love this idea. I love this concept, but I'm not sure if it fits my exact business. We make it fit your business. This is one of the things we work with you with with our clients in the program. But going back to this idea of referrals, think about it. How many times do you ask for a referral? And I get it. It's probably just because you don't have the right mindset. Maybe you don't have the relationship, but we need to make all that change. So that's the love, serve, grow way to think about referrals. And in 2023, If you're not doing this, you are missing out on such a huge opportunity to grow your customer base, which means you're going to help more people. You're going to change more lives. And not only is that going to be good for business, but it's going to make you feel a lot more fulfilled by your business. So that's my message for you today. Hope you got some value as always out of the show. I'll see you soon on the next episode. Take care.